There's nothing quite like taking a nice drive with your best four-legged pal. A cruise along Route 66 with your dog riding shotgun. I can't think of anything more quintessentially American than the picture of a dog hanging his or her head out the window and wagging their tongue and the ears flapping in the breeze and looking like they're having the time of their life. And they probably are. That's dog trainer Bob Ryder from Positive Transformations. And he thinks taking a drive with your dog is great for bonding and can be enriching for your pet. But riding shotgun or in the back of a pickup truck is not the way to do it. Awfully dangerous, though, as much fun as the dogs are or maybe are not having. In the event of even a small collision, even a, a smaller dog, a 25-pound dog crashing into the back of the seats, the dashboard, the windshield, perhaps the driver, can cause all kinds of mayhem and make things much worse than if they had been restrained. No one can guarantee that you won't be in an accident, but you can reduce the risk of devastating harm to your pets and you if you take steps to secure your pet before you ever turn that ignition key. An unrestrained animal is, quite frankly, akin to a flying missile in a sudden impact. According to AAA, 65% of people who drive with their dogs admit that a loose animal can be a distraction, one that can lead to an accident. Currently, there are only six states that have passed legislation that requires animals to be secured in a moving vehicle. Illinois isn't among them. Driving with a dog in your lap can be as distracting as talking on a cell phone, or worse, as cell phones don't try to lick you in the face when you talk on them. Bob Ryder says even if you aren't in an accident, allowing your dog to ride with its head out the window presents a hazard to your pet's eyes. All sorts of dust and debris and bugs and who knows what else buzzing around in the uh, air, leaves even during the autumn, grass clippings in the spring, pollen, all get caught up in the dog's eyes and nose and ears and cause just irritation for one thing and possibly small or even worse injuries. The same kind of logic that we want to apply to how an infant or a toddler should ride in a car or, or a pickup or any vehicle should apply to our dogs. So like a child's safety seat, you can install restraints in your car to keep your dog safe. Trainer Bob Ryder uses a crate with his own pet. I have a 60-pound yellow Labrador retriever named Daisy, and she travels like a dream in the car. Short trips, long trips. She's just content and quiet and happy and glad to let the scenery go by or take a nap. I have her restrained in a crate. I have a hatchback a Honda CRV. There's a crate that fits beautifully right in the back. It gives her enough room to move around and turn around without giving her room to bounce around if there's a collision so she's not going very far if she has to bounce up against the side of the crate. And I have that crate restrained handily. There are two little clips that are anchored into the frame of the car and I can clip the crate right to the frame of the car so the crate isn't going anywhere. It's not going to come up and crash into me or bounce around in the car. And of course, if, if the car is disabled or turns over, heaven forbid, or something, Daisy can't go running out a, an open window and get into more harm's way. Another alternative is the dog safety seat, which is similar to ones used by toddlers. The dog is strapped in, hopefully with a, a wide and well-padded strap that goes across the chest, which is tethered to the seat belt with a, a relatively short tether so the dog can't go very far in the event of wanting to just explore the vehicle or if there's an accident. Ryder recommends the safety seat be placed in the back seat, never in the front, where the dog can prove to be a distraction or, in the case of a collision, be injured by a deployed airbag. And it can take some work to get the dog used to it. The difficulty with that kind of restraint, I think, is that the dog, if it isn't already conditioned to you know, wear a restraint like that, 
may feel uncomfortable, may feel trapped. So it might take some training or some helping the dog get used to it in advance. That can be done. It's not very difficult with many dogs. As with almost any training, start with baby steps. First of all, just get them comfortable jumping in and out of the car, having me put the restraint on, pairing that with really great treats, working with them in other contexts so that they're used to settling and relaxing. And You know, I like to work on, with a lot of my clients, a downstay or go to your mat and settle so the dog just knows my best move right now is just to, to go chill out. Treats will be coming my way periodically, and this is my job, just to hold down the mat. If a dog has that skill and we can restrain them comfortably in a car with the kind of uh, straps and padding that I mentioned, something that distributes weight and pressure across the broad part of their skeleton in their chest. Some dogs, however, just won't adjust to a safety seat. Heck, some dogs could chew through the restraining straps. If that's the case, Ryder says stick with a secured crate as the best way to go driving with your dog. If you have any questions for Animal House, just email us at our website, wglt.org. And if you're looking to add a new pet to your family, look no further than the Animal House Pet of the Week. Lily is a beautiful black shepherd mix who believes good manners are just as important as a good belly rub. She knows how to sit on command and is open to learning roll over, shake hands, and bring me the remote. Lily is that wonderful combination of beauty and brains. If you're looking for a furry friend who will greet you with a wag and a kiss, then you're looking for Lily, who's currently up for adoption at the Humane Society of Central Illinois. I'm Laura Kennedy.